I say. Not for definite. Well, yes, we had, Becky. Luke seems taken aback. We talked about it for a whole evening and agreed we wanted it to be a surprise. Oh, right. But we could have our surprise now. Is that really what you want? I can see a streak of disappointment in Luke's face. Well, not if you don't want to. Luke's about to say something when his mobile phone starts ringing. He whips it out of his pocket, but the sonographer puts up a hand. I'm sorry, you can't use that in here. Right. Luke frowns as he sees the caller display. It's Ian. I'd better call him back. I don't need to ask which Ian. It'll be Ian Wheeler, the chief marketing honcho of the Arcodus Group. Luke has his own PR company, Brandon Communications, and Arcodus is Luke's big new client. It was a real coup when he won them and has given a fantastic boost to the company. He's planning to open new European offices on the back of it. But I've never seen him so at anyone's beck and call before. If Ian Wheeler calls, he always, always calls him back within five minutes. Is there a landline I can use? I'll show you, the sonographer says. The two of them disappear out of the door. I'm alone. The computer's still on. The ultrasound probe thing is resting next to the monitor. I could just reach over and... No, don't be silly. I don't even know how to use an ultrasound. And besides, it would spoil the magical surprise. If Luke wants us to wait, then we'll wait. I shift on the couch. I can wait for things. Of course I can. Oh, God, no, I can't. Not till December. I'll just have a teeny peek, and I won't tell Luke. We'll still have the magical surprise at the birth, except it won't be quite so much of a surprise for me. I grab the ultrasound stick, I apply it to my stomach, and at once the blurry image reappears on the screen. Now, I just have to shift it slightly to get the crucial bit. I move the probe around, craning my head to see the screen. There's the head. Wow, it's huge! And that bit must be... <gasps> my hand freezes and I catch my breath. I've seen the sex of our baby. It's a boy. Hi, little baby. I croon gently to the head image on the screen. What are you doing? The sonographer's standing at the door with Luke. I'm sorry, I say, but I just had to have another quick look. Luke, I'm talking to our baby. Look, there's the head. I point. Hello, darling. It's Mummy and Daddy here, and we love you very, very. Mrs. Brandon, the sonographer cuts me off. You're talking to your bladder. As we walk into the consultant obstetrician's room, I'm still feeling rather hot about the cheeks. The sonographer gave me this huge great lecture about how I could have done damage to myself or broken the machine. But as I sit down opposite Mr. Brain... I start to cheer up. He's such a reassuring man. 
He's in his sixties, and he's delivered thousands of babies, including Luke. To be honest, I can't really imagine Luke's mother Eleanor giving birth, but I guess it must have happened somehow. He peruses the sheet from the sonographer. Everything's in order. How are you feeling, Rebecca? I'm fine. You're still working full-time, I see, and that's not too demanding for you. Beside me, Luke gives a muffled snort. My job's not that demanding. Becky works for The Look, explains Luke, the new department store on Oxford Street. Ah, Mr. Brain's expression drops. I see. Every time I tell people what I do, they look away in embarrassment or pretend they've never heard of The Look which is impossible because all the newspapers have been talking.